Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Nile Nine podcast. It's myself, Nile Nine, and Andrea Cleary here. It's our ever popular uh, monthly episode where we put aside whatever's happening in music in terms of stories and deep dives, and we focus on what's been happening in our listening in the last month or so. So it is the month of June that we're talking about. Typically, month of June in a music sense is kind of like people are releasing their last bits before the real summer break. So there's there's a few things that released this this month. Not as not. I mean, not as busy. It's never as busy in June, but uh, the other thing is that people start uh, thinking about uh, collating the first half of the year as a uh, yeah. end of year or best of first half kind of thing. I saw a couple of lists. Have you week. have you looked at any? Of the, I saw the Guardian had a list and somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, I had, had a quick a look through. I have to say, I think I feel like this every year. The more time goes on the less time i have to list albums and it's just mm. find it really difficult yeah i have a current listening playlist which has 1500 songs on it jesus um which goes back to january or maybe possibly before let me see you know actually it goes back to september last year i'm gonna delete some of this stuff okay but yeah basically if there's an album of interest that I'm, i want to hear i'll throw it into this playlist and i will listen to it over the course of the next couple of weeks mm-hmm for, for this year alone, there is 82 hours of music in there. So a lot of it I have listened to, a lot of it I haven't listened to. So look, that's why I'm going back to a lot of albums. So it's quite difficult to do so. But I'm taking any time you hear a recommendation or anything like that, or people uh, in the Discord, for example, might uh, suggest an album. I will throw it in there and get to it at some point, because often 
as as you know, the way that things work with uh, 909 on a daily basis. I'm often listening to other things mm. um, for the site and things like that. So you can't quite just dip into a a new album or, or you may be watching the Eroctus report, perhaps. Oh, man, I was <laughs> glued to it today. Were you? First Were you? mention in the Eroctus of Bosco's Magic Door confirmed. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it was a very interesting. It was it was the kind of thing that second screens on your desk are made for. Do you know? <laughs> Do you just sort of, yeah, you have yeah, it on yeah. in the background, you dip in every now and then, you hear something gas. It was like four hours or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I'd say I had it on for about an hour, hour and a half, like in the middle. I, I, I caught their smoke break and then I had to run off somewhere to meet someone. But um, yeah, very interesting stuff happening in the Irish media landscape. <laughs> For any Indeed, listeners outside yeah. of Ireland, give Orty Ryan Tuberty a Google and you'll catch yourself up fairly quickly. It is a scandal. Um, but yeah. Yeah. We've nothing to declare, do we? No secret payments. <laughs> <laughs> no, no secret payments. No. There's actually um, 300 grand think... of Patreon money that I've been siloing away. Um, yeah, there's... Uh, <laughs> Approximately 19 euro of ACAST ad revenue sitting, sitting in the ACAST account <gasps> that we can't access. Oh, it's so little. Well, <laughs> so yeah. Thanks to everyone who, um, who listens to the ads. Thank you very much. <laughs> no um, speaking of no the choice. Patreon, Nile, what yeah. is it and how do people get access to it? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> it's patreon.com forward slash 909. And that is, uh, if you like what 909 does in terms of our little discussion every week mm-hmm. here in the podcast and the 909 podcast. And so much more. Or if, uh, the rest of the week, which I spend uh, writing up new stories and features and uh, sharing new music and all the gig guides and all those kind of bits. Um, as a way of showing your appreciation, uh, you can support us from Fiverr a month. Five euro per month. Uh, Patreon.com. You get. Um, yesterday, I put up a a, a DJ set uh, uh, recording from the Night Day Festival in Roscommon that I played at. Um, there's often playlists and bits like that. Uh, Lumo guest list and mm-hmm. things like that, and uh, the odd bonus um, episode here and there as well. So, and of course, the Discord, uh, yeah, loads of which things. is the the jewel yeah, in the crown. Ultimately, if you're not on the Discord yet, and you've heard me talk about the Discord. Just sign up to Patreon and come in and have a look. Yeah. There's loads of lovely people in there having chats about uh, the Oireachtas community <laughs> and, and music and culture and what what uh, public broadcasting should be and all sorts of stuff. Great discussion. And memes and whatever else you, what you're having yourself, uh, including uh, weird looking air purifier headphones. It's it's all the yeah, rage at the moment. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> right. I know this isn't a news roundup, but I do think that we should address the fact that Electric Picnic this year is brought to you in association with Dyson, but in particular, like the Dyson. Well, they have an official headphones and hair technology partner. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's happening. I mean, there's just so don't many we all of have them. An official they're... headphones and hair technology department. Come here, if Di- I do. If Dyson are listening, and they want to sponsor this podcast, and in particular, they want to send me an air wrap, like I, I'm more than happy. This thing? They. What a brilliant nice. company. What an amazing company. Looks like, imagine a pair of headphones with like a band across your mouth that looks like you're trying to be Bane. Yeah. Uh, from Batman. But instead, it's actually an air purifier. Um, and are people going to go to festivals with that on? I mean, but, 
I'm I'm not going to say anything negative about it because I'm really holding out. The you only way it. that I will ever own an airwrap, Niall, and you've no idea. I'm not I'm not a big beauty industry person, but from the moment I first saw the airwrap, I've wanted it. Right, so <laughs> Dyson, I'll I'll shill anything. It's so. I mean, if you've read the Verge article, my week with Dyson's absurd wearable air purifier. Um, the author uh, Amelia Crowell uh, just spends the whole time wearing uh, pulling it. it down, going, "Yeah, no, it's it, no, it's an air purifier. <laughs> no, it's an air. People stopping her in the street. No, yeah, no, it's a, it's an air. Yeah, no, no it's horrendous. Uh, looking. I know it looks weird. It's horrendous looking. It's, <laughs> it's also nine hundred euro plus. It's like those a, um, uh, the Google uh, virtual reality glass things, and it is that thing of just like Google. you you tap not Google Glass, but the new one. Yeah, not Google. Was it Google? No, it was uh, Apple. Oh, right. And they didn't call it like the the, the I. They should have put like I as in E-Y-E. But anyway, um, yeah, technology's mad. I'm really scared of everything. Uh, But what's new? Fair, fair. Absolutely. Well, um, to bring it back to the real world, and uh, I want to just shout out anyone who said hello and uh, said thanks to us. Most recently at uh, Beyond the Pale or Body and Soul or Night and Day Festival, who had listened to the podcast or uh, bigged up the podcast recently. Really appreciate it. Uh, Nice to hear directly. Andrea doesn't get to hear that, (laughs) so I have to relay it to her and then she forgets that people listen to the show. (laughs) Um, So it is true that people listen to the show. Uh, But last week, uh, yeah, a lot of people were interested in the Beyond the Pale Body and Soul festival reviews, I guess, because uh, most people only went to one. Yeah. Not like myself. Because everyone's nosy like us. Everyone's nosy. Yeah. That's it. So let's keep it nosy in terms of what are we are listening to and what we've been listening to this month and what we can recommend. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for new music to add to your playlist, add to your rotation, we got you. I'm going to, you're going to start actually I'm on gonna this start. month. Okay. So what have you got? So first up from me is a new song from Slaughter Beach Dog um, called Strange Weather. Let's listen to it and then I'll tell you about it. Those are the 
beautiful, calming, dulcet tones of uh, Jake e- Ewald, Ewald. I'm not quite sure how you say his surname. Formerly of Modern Baseball. He's been making music under the moniker Slaughter Beach Dog since 2014. Uh, has released four studio albums, latest of which came out very late 2020 in the in-betweeny periods between Christmas and New Year's, I believe, or just before Christmas, but it was after Listmas. And I remember no it's land of music. Yeah. Songs. And I remember it like catching my eye then because I like the album artwork and I was just looking on um, on Bandcamp at the time. And I was really, really taken by that album. I think that album in particular is very it's like a good companion to that album that we like, The Neon Skyline by mm. Andy Schauf. Um some similarities, stylistically a little bit different, um, but similarities in the kind of loose concept of it and that it has like characters and stuff. So I'm really excited that he's releasing new music again. This is his first single since 2020, I believe. He's also like in, in the interim had a kind of a viral song on TikTok, interestingly oh, enough, um, of called Ac- Acolyte. Um, not super, super viral, but like it's it pops up on like nice come with me to the beach, like sort of <laughs> videos. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's a really beautiful song that I recommend people check out. This hasn't been released with an album announcement yet. I think it's released to coincide with the uh, with tour dates for his American tour or North American tour. But I imagine an album release is imminent. But yeah, it's a really beautiful song, really sweet. It's it's fairly representative of his sound overall. If you like what you heard there, definitely check out his other albums. And he's just someone I, I think more people should be listening to. He's really great. He's really, really nice. And I wrote something about that album on my newsletter and he somehow found it and like oh. either emailed me or sent me a Twitter DM or something to like thank me for writing it. And I was just like, well, that is like, so sweet so he's also really nice so I'm like ever since then I've just been like everyone needs to be listening to Slaughter Beach Dog because he's just he's great and he deserves to be like a proper like you know cult indie music figure so the second mention for uh, Slaughter Beach Dog this year uh, yes I mentioned him during the Nilo um yeah, Nilo recommended a song that I I thought sounded quite similar and he was like oh yeah I know Slaughter Beach Dog and I was like Indie cred. Um, so yeah, that's Strange Weather. Great. Really lovely song. Lovely. Well, my first choice this month is from an artist who's 73 years of age and who I saw live on Sunday night at the Three Arena. His name is Peter Gabriel. I guess I'll tell you a little bit about the gig. I was kind of always interested in uh, I've I've liked Peter Gabriel's music for a long time, um, but he's been releasing a lot of new music this year. And I just found it really, really good. I thought, I mean, the quality of it has been spectacular and so interesting. He's such a still remained an interesting artist. I think it was really nice to give an artist like that time in which mm. to spend time with. Um, now, obviously, full disclosure, I uh, reviewed the gig uh, on the site and I went literally um, the only way to go to that gig it was very expensive tickets are very expensive they were 120 quid plus but um, kind of you know it's a di- it's a difficult one but if you haven't seen to justify but having mm. now gone I was like it was worth the money it was a huge production 
nine people on stage and then a whole um, big production. People, all the crew were wearing like orange jumpsuits and it had this kind of like science fiction-y feel as if they were all, you know, conducting this experiment. At the start of the show, Peter Graeber comes out like he's going to give a TED talk or like a, a philosopher's talk about the nature of human evolution. <laughs> and uh, he's joined slowly by like musicians around this smoldering campfire. And there's a meteorite that falls down. And you're like, what's this? This is That's a, so this is cool. really funny. <laughs> it's kind of a little bit partridge as well. It was like, oh, God. Um, but then they start playing the songs and you're like, wow, this is really nice. Um, and I think it's called the IO Tour because it's it's named after the album that he's yet to release, actually, which is coming out later this year. But he's released like six or seven songs from it already. Mm. So that'll be his 10th studio album. Um, he's an artist that I've been always meaning to dig into more. And it was really nice to be able to do that in terms of uh, have a, a live gig to frame it around. Mm. Uh, it was nearly three hours of a set, probably overall, like wow. eight o'clock on the dot and nearly 11 o'clock before we got out of there. And we're talking like 21, 22 songs. And um, there was a lot of, there was some old songs from uh, albums like Us um, from 1992. And then uh, a lot of songs from uh, his big one, which 1986 album. So like Salisbury Hill, Red Rain, Big Time and In Your was, Eyes. Uh, and don't, um, don't Give Up as well, of course. Uh, it was in there. Was Sledgehammer the encore? Sledgehammer was the encore of the first half of the show. Oh, um, so, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and um, so really knew what he was doing. But a lot of the set list was actually a lot of new songs. And that's usually a bad thing. Mm. I think there was only one uh, new song that I was like, this isn't great. Uh, but there were tracks like Four Kinds of Horses, um, Playing for Time, um, darkness uh road to joy which is a song i'm going to pick now and play and the court uh there's some really great new songs there i'm just really impressed by what cool. he's done and he he's always displayed this kind of inquisitiveness in creating art and the associated uh video stuff around him obviously you're thinking about the sledgehammer video and then the steam video and all those kind of things uh there was a very impressive um artwork on display every each song had a different artist uh, interpreting the song and using some sort of whether it's like a static visual but also uh, brought to life with uh, uh, moving imagery uh, just really interesting and really well done and uh, an interval in the middle as well <laughs> so, love an interval really nice, actually. Oh. yeah it was lovely it was like Go go for a pee and go and go get a pint. Great. Oh, just Brilliant. have a moment. Uh, yeah. But I just I just came away from it going, this guy, this lad is great. He's like he Mary Robinson was there and got a shout out in the middle of the gig because uh it turns out if you didn't know anything about Peter Gabriel's uh more humanitarian work, he's he was co-founder of the Elders, who are uh, an organization of former global leaders uh that he co-founded with Nelson Mandela, who kind of work on social justice and peace and human rights and sustainable uh, uh issues. And most recently had visited Palestine and uh had said uh, there's ever growing evidence of apartheid yes there is um certainly a more politician friendly statement than you know a, ca a condemnation but anyway shouted her out as well and uh, made it where was she of, sitting uh, like top middle kind of <laughs> he was like okay. where are you mary yeah. where are you did where she stand up and give a wave um, she did yeah they had the camera ah. on her yeah, it was a funny, it was like, a, it was definitely an older crowd, obviously, like being Peter Gabriel, uh, but 
Uh, I'm going to play the song and then I'll tell you a bit about the Resident Gate because there's okay. a couple of funny things happened. Uh, so this song is called uh, Road to Joy and I think it's absolutely brilliant. It only came out like eight days ago. Hmm. So here's a bit of this. So swollen skies Look for anchors, look for ties Sharp sounds swim around Soak into the brittle ground So yeah, it's a bit of Road to Joy, which Love was only released uh, less than two weeks ago. Well, actually, there's two versions of that song. This is another thing he's been doing. He's still, he's still challenging and doing interesting things. He has two different mixes of each song released so far. The Bright Side mix and the Dark Side mix. And basically, it's two different uh, uh, mixing engineers that he likes doing two different versions of it. And okay. he's like, <laughs> his statement was like, I don't really care if you don't like it, but it's for people who like me who want to want to hear the difference between the two. Um, I love that. But yeah, really interesting guy still, and uh, still asking questions of the world, talking about uh, Ukraine and Palestine, and you know, very engaged. He uh, is behind a humanitarian charity called The Witness, which is uh, about using the uh, promotes the use of cameras in the protection of human rights uh, around the world. Um, so. Again, that intersection of technology and music is a big part of what who he is and uh, still doing it on, on a live arena at the age of 73. A <laughs> couple of funny things happened, which, uh, well, one funny thing happened in particular, which uh, I didn't include in the review, was that uh, for some, like you'd think mostly the audience in their 60s and 70s sitting down, seated, like it was absolutely packed. It was jammers. Mm. And you're like, wow, it's great to see the three arena packed, uh, all seated. But somebody got ejected uh, about five songs before the end. And it was like, I w- it was one of those situations where you're like, I thought there was like a medical emergency because there was a security guard was like shining the light and then people were like running over and people were standing up and you're like, oh shit, somebody's after fainting or something. Mm. Uh, no, two people were having a fight, a uh, verbal fight. They were just like pointing at each other, shouting at each other. And and he was singing and was like, uh, well, I'm glad he didn't stop because I don't know what's going on here. But yeah, I was just like, what could they be fighting over? They're sitting that down in gas. the VIP section, which is like the expensive part uh, at the front of the gig. And like, I can only imagine like either one, like maybe they were fighting over a program or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And was there so was weird. me last week on Claire Byrne's show on RTE talking about gig etiquette and Gen Z. And it's actually, it's yeah. across the board. <laughs> Gotta watch it. Gotta that watch is it. Well, gas. Uh, Marie in the Discord said somebody else, uh, there was a fight where I was sitting there, Peter Gabriel, a woman stormed out there before the geek even started. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? What's happening? <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the young people you have to worry about. It's the old people who, uh, like, who really have had enough and really want their program. They're clutching their po- program that they spent a lot of money I on. I reckon I, I, I could be there. served a summons 
uh, before a gig that I paid 120 quid for and I'd sit through the gig. Like, nothing would yeah. get me up out of my seat. Absolutely not. I know, so weird. But anyway, somebody being thrown out at a gig like that is just so unusual. Peter but Gabriel. Great gig. <laughs> Peter Grable, anyway. I'm really glad I went to see him. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and there's another, there's a couple of those kind of, you know, people you'd like to see before they stop doing it. Um, well, Elton at the weekend... Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I missed all of Glastonbury really, I only saw some, whatever was on YouTube and a few mm. other bits on Friday, but I really didn't see an awful lot, but what I did see uh, was, was uh, good, yeah. Elton was Obviously the Arctic Monkeys, I mean, oh my God, have you, have you realised they don't make rock music anymore? Oh my God. Oh my God. So, so surprising. They should be <laughs> the exact same as they were when they first came out. That is. I an haven't opinion. listened to them in fifteen years. What's going on? Why don't they sound like that anymore? <laughs> so Shut weird. up! So weird. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move on to your second choice. Yeah, speaking of people who are back, I'm so I'm just so excited and happy. The Hives are back. I've chosen that their album isn't out yet. I will absolutely one hundred percent be talking about the album on the podcast when it comes out. It is I probably my most anticipated album of the year now off the back of these two singles. They've released two singles, Bogus Operandi and Countdown to Shut Down. We'll listen to Bogus Operandi first and just prepare yourself for this absolute bop. I didn't realize they've been gone for that long. Like, I've been gone for ages. It's been a while. <laughs> ages. And like, I Their feel like. Their last time was June 2020, 2012. Mm hmm. They're back. Mad. I'm so happy that they're back. Like, they. I feel like they've answered the calling. They've heard us all talking about how no men are making interesting guitar music. And they're like, right, we got to get the band back together. <laughs> they've got <laughs> lovely new suits, reflective oh, new suits. Like, the music video <laughs> for that song. Um, I was watching it and I was just so transported back to like watching music videos on MTV too, like the future heads and like it just has this sort of like it's a really cool video and their video for their other song is really cool as well and they're back in their suits and Pele is as gas as ever like I've, I, I watched um, they have like an entire gig up on YouTube that they played recently. I'm not sure where actually. And he's just oh, yeah. so funny. He's such an engaging front man. Like he's genuinely like laugh out loud funny and his little like pattery bits in between. But like, yeah. so they are getting ready to release their sixth album, which is called The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons, um, which is the name that their that the hives music was like attributed to in like the credits of their albums or whatever who isn't a real person which was recorded in a studio owned by benny anderson from ava in stockholm hey. um which is pretty cool i i don't know if he was there <laughs> um but i don't um, think he needs to be there every no, day no no um 
Yeah, the first two singles are just so strong. And it like I, I'm just like really, really excited about the album. Um, they're playing in Dublin in the Olympia next April um, on April 8th, 2024. Tickets potentially on sale now? I think so, like yeah. I mean, fine, we announced last find week, tickets on Ticketmaster here. Um, yeah, uh, no, on sale oh, Friday, 30th of June. Friday. So, yeah. Great. Yeah, so I will be getting tickets for sure. Um, yeah, and so the other song that they've released called Countdown to Shutdown, also great. And here should it is. Hear, should we hear a bit of that? Yes, please. You. Oh, no. I'm glad you picked that now. It's just good old Bit fashioned a... rock music. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, we talked about just before the podcast there. Now, neither of us, we have been listening to it, but neither of us picked the, the new Queens of the Stone Age mm. album, um, which is called In Times New Roman. Yes. Um, obviously saw some footage from Glastonbury as well. So it's uh, a bit of a resurgence maybe for them. At the yeah, moment, I, I think um, the new album is really good. I, like it was a, like a, a small little period of time when like, uh, Queens of Stone Age and the Hives were both back and yeah it's just really nice just like these two like really good bands making like good music releasing good singles I haven't yeah. listened to I don't recognise anyone uh, other than Josh Ami in, uh, in uh, Queens of Stone Age but <laughs> I was like and Josh looks like but it's been c- different it's as kind well, of been like, like that for a while yeah. yeah I'm actually I heard the Zane Lowe uh, chat with him is really good uh, um, yeah so, so have I I haven't listened to it yet um yeah he's talking about how he had cancer recently as well yeah so. yeah, yeah so. i like I, I like josh a lot i think he's a he's he's a good guy um and yeah I, I i really like the singles from the new album i haven't listened to the album kind of start to finish but it's it's been on yeah, in the house i mean it's good it's good i kind of wish i sometimes i just wish it had everything had they're all all their albums, which isn't fair. Like have the same production as um, songs of the deaf, songs for the deaf. Um, yeah, I know. Because I just love that, like in your face, like production of it. Mm-hmm. It it de- de- it's a bit more garage rock kind of like uh, lo-fi kind of buzz, and it took me a while to get used to it. I haven't not listened to them for a while because it's kind of been like that for a while. But yeah, uh, but I have been enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, nearly. Nearly go see them again in uh, when they're coming here. I've, they're coming here in November, I think, aren't they? Yeah, I've never yeah. seen them. And this is the first time, like, I got into them after Songs for the Deaf came out. I'm not a massive Queens of Stone Age person. Like, I, I by no means have even, like, listened to all of their albums. But, like, I'm a big fan of that album. 
Um, and what I like the songs I like of theirs, I, I will listen to quite frequently. I'm like that with a few bands, yeah. but like I think this is the first time where I'm like, oh, I'd actually really quite like to see them. So maybe I'll go along in uh, November. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, late November. Um, I took my dad to see Queens of Sonage in the in the Ambassador many oh. years ago. Uh, yeah, that was a great that was a great time. <laughs> Mm. Was, was that the college, gig? Harry always talks about that gig where Dave Grohl didn't play drums. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it was, I think it was like the last show of the European tour, and everyone thought Grohl was going to play, but he didn't. Um, yeah, it was after. Was disappointment. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think they by that point they'd had a had the new drummer and everything, but like, yeah, there was always that chance that people wanted him. Two thousand two, that was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Whereas now, when you like, look at Glastonbury, it's that like you can't get rid of Grohl. He's on three know, stages at everywhere. once. He's everywhere, <laughs> which is great. Because <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not at all a fan of like Foo Fighters music. But whenever I see Dave Grohl knocking around, I'm like, yeah, great. Like more of him. He's great. He's lovely. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, like but yeah the hives yeah, really some... great. Like awesome, two awesome singles. Um, I would really, really recommend that live show i'll i'll send it to you so you can put the link uh the youtube link yeah, in the show notes it's I just see it here. very very enjoyable it's like yeah, quite I a small a few room of those in the last week uh young fathers was the other one from speaking of the glassmere footage watching young fathers from glassmere i was like oh god i need to see this band again no i have yet to get year. into them everyone is talking to me oh about young god. fathers and i just haven't done it yet Everyone um, is talking to me about young fathers. They are like, like <laughs> oh yeah, you 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 must love young fathers, and I'm like, I I know I will. I just haven't done it yet. <laughs> I just haven't listened. I think to you them should just more. go see them live. That's what you should okay. do. Um, well, I don't know when they're going to play. They're playing picnic, which you won't be there probably. No. So, um, no. I'm hoping I'm, unless I'm that sponsorship deal Friday, comes so. through, Dyson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You okay? Uh, my next choice is an album as well. It is from King Cruel, and the album is called Space, Space Heavy. Heavy, his fourth album. Uh, I'll play a bit of a song here called This Is My Life, That Is Yours. That's a bit Manic Street Peters, isn't it? <laughs> I ask the florist for the light outside a Lots of murkiness going on there with King Cruel as ever. That is Archie Marshall, of course. Fourth album from King Cruel. Archie Marshall since he started releasing music in, well, I don't know, 2011 or something like that. But uh, first album was 2013, I believe. 
Yeah, but not, nothing radical here in terms of uh, King Cruel, but it's certainly, for me, the best King Cruel album in a while. Uh, Marshall recently became a father, and for about four years ago, and during lockdown and stuff, uh, a lot of things have changed for a lot of people, as you know. A lot of these things, uh, a lot of the songs were dreamt up while traveling on trains between Peckham in London and a place called Seafort, which is the name of a, a song on the record, but also the name of a seaside town outside Liverpool. Uh, where Marshall had been living part-time for the past two years and uh, there are references to train to the coast four hours a week uh, and lots of dingy little lyrics here and there and also it's got a it's, it's there's a lot of the album I love his kind of post-punky spiky ones and there's a couple on that uh, this album like Pink Shell and Hamburger Phobia uh, really cool songs but then there's a, most of the record is kind of like this but it's got a pensive kind of daydreamy quality to it, like as if you're on a train looking at the window kind of thing, uh, particularly the middle section of the album. Uh, it kind of meanders melancholically in a really nice way, I think, um, even though he's less um, caustic or like he he seems a bit, sometimes uh, Archie Marshall can seem a bit down on humanity, but mm. um, I think this always has somewhere to go. And I think uh, apparently most of the album was written in C major. So that's, uh, that's, that's something else. Um yeah, you don't often hear that. But yeah, a gentler, kinder, probably more pensive, soothing record than his previous, which was 2012's Man Alive, which an album I didn't really vibe with at all. So, But I think that's all right. And uh, I really like this one. This is Space Heavy. So this was my probably my favorite album from June. Not that there were many contenders. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, not that's very my much choice. in June. Um... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My next choice, a returning fave. And what a long time it's been. Lovely to see her back. It's Maya Sophia with a new single called Four Winters. And it sounds like this.
Maya Sophia back with uh, with the announcement of her second album. I would say long-awaited second album um, follow-up to Bath Time, which was released in 2019, 2018, 2019 Choice yeah. nominee. So 2019. So yeah, which I mean, we were very big fans of that album um, when it came out on the podcast. Um, God, we've been doing this podcast a while. <laughs> you think about it. Um and yeah, so Maya kind of um, took herself away for a bit. Um, she's released a couple of bits here and there. She's been also publishing a bit of poetry and a bit of prose um, and really seems to have like gone away to focus on like her practice. Um, she's very much an artist and like I, I think an amazing lyricist. I think the sound of this song is like it's a really I don't want to say like a step forward or anything like that because Bath Time had its own sort of sonic world, but it's a step out of that. I think you can hear a lot of interesting textures there. There's a bit of harp and a bit of I'm not sure, maybe like organ. I'm not actually sure what that what that instrument is that kind of runs through it, but Really, really fantastic, really beautiful lyrics as well. The new album is called True Love. It's going to be released on Tull, which is the record label slash collective run by Constance Keane, who you know from Fears and Mail, um, M-H-A-O-L. Uh, and it'll be released on September 1st, which I'm delighted about because what's better than a Maya Sophia album to ease you into spooky season so yeah very very <laughs> excited for it really happy that playing she's playing Wheelands Dublin on my birthday fair play excellent very kind of her to choose that um, but yeah absolutely delighted she's back I really do think that she's one of Ireland's like most um, like innovative and I guess like eclectic and just like interesting artists I think she she does really really great interesting stuff with her with her work so very excited yeah more 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 great <laughs> okay um more of my Sophia please we will get it soon uh my next choice is funny enough uh coincidentally I shared a song from Glasser last month uh which was like from 2013 as my old song mm -hmm. and what happened a week later she released a new song I was like what the fuck's going on here uh so this song is called Vine. It is from her third album due out on October 6th on One Little Independent Records. Uh, I'm going to play a bit of for you because I think it's really helpful to hear this because uh, I think it's a beautiful, beautiful song.
So that's a song called Vine from Glasser. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned, uh, out of nowhere, released a new song. Well, I had a song a few months ago, maybe uh, six months ago. But yeah, there is a third album on the way. Cameron Mesero is Glasser. And uh, I love this. It's kind of like, it reminds me in the best possible way of a Bjork song. It is, sounds like the kind of music that Bjork makes. Um, yeah, but for sure. Kind of gone off Bjork for a little bit myself. And that just Ooh. kind of fills that void of interesting kind of skittery electronic and really orchestral music as well. I really like it. Niall, there's um, so. a podcast we should do. Music that we've just gone off. <laughs> if, I'd say if you do that you probably end up getting back into it then by, by listening maybe to it so much, but, yeah. because I feel that way maybe. about Florence and the Machine and I'd like to explore it okay yeah she okay. was hugely popular obviously you saw the video um, did you see the videos from last night the I, I saw some um, Instagram stories of friends C- who were you saw the CMAT video yeah C-Mat, did you see the CMAT video of her supporting Florence and the Machine On and looking like real. a headliner Absolutely unreal. <laughs> like, like that is not that is not support uh, slot energy. That one, no, at all. No, it was like everyone in the crowd was jumping. I was like, "Is that Florence singing?" No, <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. Oh, it's insane. It's great. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, and sorry, of, just of just mine. for the Florence stands, I I hold absolutely nothing against her. I just no longer listen to her music. Um, that's what I mean. Nothing against her as a lady. Okay. I think she's great. This is a, this is a safe space. Yes. Um, okay, so this is Vine by Glasser. Um, so she says Vine was written a long time ago it was like an attempt at making something where all the parts sound like they're very separated I was thinking like jazz actually it was about getting back to writing music after feeling disconnected from the machinery around making it your profession she took a long break um, she says just getting back to making songs was hard for me after the last album when I made my first album I didn't have an established routine of trying and failing it was very immediate. The second record was made after a few years of touring, which is very unstable life, unstable life. And I still didn't establish a relationship to creating things regularly. After its release, I didn't have a center from which to recompose myself. The thing that finally brought me back to music as a positive experience was that I began taking lessons to learn Balkan singing. And I wanted to try and learn all this vocal gymnastics stuff that I was listening to in the Bulgarian state television choir records. I started writing songs and working towards an album as a result. So there you go. Uh, uh, 10 years and two days after uh, releasing an album, she's back. So there you go. There's a lot of this at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I love um, it. I think it's really interesting that people are just disappearing for... for. There's a lot of that even today. There was... Um, who came out today with a... Oh, Sampha, his first song in six six years on his own. Mm. And then... Um, oh, well, and Rachel Lavelle, which surely would have been in here. I was... I, um, definitely might be in here next month if not uh, had a new song out for her first since 2019 as well so yeah. lots going on Loads lots going on people are coming back to things they love to see it so yeah um, um, speaking yeah, of so which that was Glasser and Vine yeah go for it my next choice and my final choice before my golden oldie is from Bright Eyes who are I don't think quite doing a Taylor Swift but who are um, sort of re-releasing um, music, uh, albums, um, EPs, reissues. It's it's all a bit confusing, but I've chosen um, a song from um, The People's Key, A Companion, which is like the companion version um, of these songs. Um, the band said... We're really excited about the final installment of our companion EPs. It's been an interesting journey revisiting and reimagining reimagining all of these old songs. 54 songs total seems ridiculous now looking back, but I'm glad we did it. This new batch includes great contributions from Alinda Segara from Hooray for the Riff Raff, 
Joanna and Clara Soderberg from First Aid Kit and an amazing cast of other fantastic musicians. Uh, he doesn't mention her here, but Phoebe Bridgers um, that brought these songs into the present tense. I hope all the fun and neo-nostalgia we experience recording these comes through to the listeners. And I just, I really like the use of the phrase neo-nostalgia. I like that he's aware of what this will evoke in Bright Eyes fans. Um, and yeah, I've chosen to go with the song Jejun, Jejun Stars, Jejun Stars um companion version which is just a really lovely song That's from the reimagined. There's so many, what are they, verbs about people releasing new songs. It's never just a reissue anymore. Um, But that album was first released in 2011. um, And that was the third song on that record. It's the first song on the new, uh, on the companion one. Um, And it's really good. Um, Made me kind of go back to that song anew. Um, and it's just really nice to have Connor Oberst in my life <laughs> once more. Um, not in my, um, in my choices, uh, this month, but did you know that Neutral Milk Hotel released, uh, a track EP this year? What? I know. I completely missed it. I was listening to them, um, and I just say that because I, whenever I listen to Neutral Milk Hotel, I listen to Bright Eyes and vice versa. They're just like connected in well, my mind. Okay, I see it here. Um, oh. It's really good. Like it's it's really strange. Um, it's not an album, but it's eight songs long. So they absolutely could have gotten away with it being an album. But maybe because <laughs> they're all it was, old songs though. Yeah, but like they're they all even a band like, anymore. They're not. They, I don't know. Being a band, right? I don't know. But like. It was just so interesting that I just hadn't, I, I, I didn't know whether it was me not paying attention, but it just seems like something that someone should have emailed me about. But anyway, it's really good. Um, but yeah, that's Bright Eyes uh, with their, you know, 10 minute Taylor's version or whatever it is that they're doing. And that is my last choice and my very cheeky contribution of an album um, this month. That's <laughs> because I don't actually have an album this Listen. month. Uh, I've I well I've a couple more before I I, Please. Uh, I I've I've too many as ever. But very quickly, uh, I'm going to play. <laughs> we talked briefly last week about uh, the idea of song of the summer. I'm just going to briefly play this song because it's my song of the summer. Oh, and why not?
So that's Ten Snake and Jesse Lanza on vocals there. Uh, so yeah, just one of those songs that I, I've been playing a lot this summer. And mm-hmm. we talked about songs of the summer contenders and there not being as many maybe this year. And so uh, this is my personal one. Uh, this I mean, I say this and I mean this with love. That song sounds like if you asked an AI to create a song that Niall would like. <laughs> it's like it has all the elements of <laughs> yeah, pretty much music that you love and i love it it's got the it's got the synths it's got a bit of a womp womp baseline it's Mm -hmm. got the airiness it's got lovely um (laughs) vocal ad libs towards the end uh it's got jesse lanz on it who i always really like and ten snake a german producer who occasionally i like and then he did that so i was like great brilliant love it great into it um, so I thought I'd just share that as well. But uh, the next thing I want to share is actually is a reissue of some kind. But actually, it's a news of a reissue. But it was an opportunity to play something really old uh, as well. So uh, do you know the band Butthole Surfers? I do. I do. <laughs> you do? Yes. Yeah. So Matador are releasing uh, reissues uh, of this weird band from San Antonio, Texas called the Butthole Surfers. Uh, who formed in 1981. The worst band name. I hate saying it out loud. It is a terrible band name. It's one of those ones that actually I've forgotten how bad it is because I, it's just there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, it was an opportunity for me to to kind of shout out this, uh, particularly uh, one of these songs. They were a weird band from the 80s in the underground and releasing loads of weird stuff. Their music is so odd. Some of it's really funny. Some of it's really stupid. And some of it's great. And some of it's, it like pretends to be cool rock music sometimes. And it's really not. They had song, t- song albums like. I always think of them in, in the same vein as like Kate. Yeah. But maybe a bit sillier. I know? actually heard. I, I think I heard yeah. the whole service for the first time in 1996 on Dave Fanning's uh, radio show, um, which is the song Pepper. And they had that album was called Electric Larry Land. They do a lot of these kind of things. Like they have a, a cover of American Woman that isn't like it's it's a piss take, but it's actually kind of good. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, they're releasing yeah, yeah. Matador are releasing their classic album Psychic Perilous. The first first ten years kind of uh, Hairway to Stephen, of course. Independent Worm Saloon a song from nineteen ninety three. Who's in my room last night? And then a song from this, uh, the unfortunately named album from 1987, Locust Abortion Technician. This is uh, the one I wanted to play uh, for their laugh. This is uh, a song called Human Cannonball. That's a bit of human cannonball. Here's a bit of who was in my room last night, in case you don't know what this band are like.
Yeah, it's a butthole service. It was just an excuse to to bring something old in and uh, and give it a, give it a moment. <laughs> the weird, weird band, uh, the butthole service. There you go. Are they your golden um, oldies? Of technically, the yes, but I also have two other songs that kind of fit that mold as well. So, um, yeah. Okay. I'm playing fast and loose with the rules here. Okay, give us one more of them and then I'll do my golden oldie and you can do your other one. Okay, well, well, these two kind of come together. Do you know what? I'll just do them and then you can finish um, because this is okay. kind of, they're both like DJ related, really. Uh, I found myself DJing a lot lately and uh, kind of gravitating towards the sound of acid lately. And uh, I don't know what, how that's happened, but it is. And uh, one of the songs I've been playing a lot and uh, thought it'd be worth just including somewhere is this one. It's by the Freestylers, not the uh, Bomb Funk MCs Freestylers, but the Freestylers from, I think they're UK, uh, kind of dance, uh, kind of did a lot of bass stuff. And uh, with Fast Eddie and this Blaps Posse remix, you might know it. Uh, it's a very, like, catchy one. It's like, uh, It's a song I've been playing a lot recently and also kind of reminds me of The Prodigy, which uh, uh, is somebody I'm going to see this week. So I'm going to be interested in that. And and very quickly, the other track, a song I heard of Body and Soul, shout out to Olivia Chow from Limerick and also Sing Along Social, who um, texted me. I met her down there with uh, Shane and uh, texted me and said, come and see Joy Anonymous. They're brilliant. And so I did. I went to see Joy Anonymous and... They were really, really good. They're an English duo, kind of. It's kind of like Fred again, if it was a bit more homely or something. Uh, but they have a singer. There's two mm-hmm. of them. There's a producer and a singer. And they have this kind of really nice, slightly cheesy cover of God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. That is their big set closer. And you mentioned uh, songs coming out in the uh, no man's land of December. This one came out on December 23rd last year. Mm-hmm. So no, no wonder I didn't hear it. So I heard it, I heard it a couple of weeks ago and uh, it really stuck with me. So this is Joy, God Only Knows by Joy Anonymous. I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows what I need without you. God only knows what I need without you. God only knows what I need without you. God only knows what I need without you.
So yeah, that was one of the songs I heard at the end of uh, one of the nights on Body and Soul. And uh, yeah, there you go. I like it. I like it. It's good fun. Very good. <laughs> cool. Um, okay. This is our last yeah. one. Close sure? up, close okay, up for June 2023. Okie dokie. Um, I uh, spent a bit of time earlier this month listening to the Mail album, who I mentioned earlier, um, and found myself then just wanting to return to the kind of Riot Girl um, movement um, and naturally then was like I'm going to listen to loads of Bikini Kill because uh, it's not often I listen to them but when I do I listen to them for weeks at a time so um, my golden oldie for this month is New Radio by Bikini Kill which originally came out in 1993 and it is fucking awesome and it sounds like this <laughs> Nice. Uh, we should fade out before the outro of that song. Um, it's one of my favorite closing lyrics of any song ever. I will not read it out because I have it on good authority that some people listen to this podcast around their children. <laughs> um, but Apologies great song, great lyrics. Um, I think cursing's fine, but this is this takes the. The biscuit, um, but great song, great band, great movement, just all of it, just fantastic. Obviously, I am like entrenched in like a lot of theory around women's music collectives and music scenes and the like in my uh, in the other part of my life. Um, so it's really nice to just return to Riot Girl and um, just listen to just how great they were. And Bikini Kill are like. Um, reformed now. Yeah, I was um, they did some some shows in 2020 and 2021. Um, did they play here? I hear you ask. Um, and I will answer you imminently. Um, <laughs> Hold on while I Google it. There's some footage no, of Bikini Kill I'm, play, I'm playing simply... in Charlie's at the Hope Collective gig in 1996. The entire gig? Uh, no. 1996. 96. Not not as recently as 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 I was thinking, but um no no upcoming tours on uh, t- uh stuff on Ticketmaster either. But um they are technically still about. So come to Ireland. Um yeah. But yeah, just great song. Great, very good. Okay, well that's a nice selection of uh, cool. tracks. That's fourteen songs we picked uh, in one 
sitting there. So loads to uh, delve into. Yeah. Obviously, plenty more on the 909 playlists, all on Spotify and on the website, of course, as well. And uh, I guess you don't really share too much on your, your uh, newsletter in terms of music, but occasionally you do. I do. I do occasionally. It's there. It's intermittent, but hey. So am I. And, <laughs> I don't know. What anything I mean. else to uh, um, to talk about this month? Have you been watching it or, or reading anything? Honestly, no, I haven't. Um, I I thought I'd be watching The Bear until I sat down and tuned into my Now TV and realized that the um, season two release date was just for America. Yeah, I didn't. I was uh, devastated, sucks, and so, I don't know why that they're doing that. So uh, it just it that is like such bad form so when, um, when is the... because obviously people are watching yeah. it and like i i want to i want to get involved in the conversation but i also i'd like to just watch it on my tv you know i don't want to have to be doing nonsense <laughs> like you, you Do last you know? week trying try, trying to watch glass not sure not sure how. <laughs> so i okay one thing about me is that i i don't understand vpns but i'm gonna get a vpn because i want to watch wimbledon when it's on and i, I do not have the BBC. So, um, yeah, it's either get Sky or get a right. VPN. We'll see. We'll see which wins yeah. out. Um, but, yeah, I know. I should <laughs> get with the 21st century and no, just I, I, get I'm one. free this way. It's, it's better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just do, Thank you. Thank you for letting me live my truth. <laughs> just, just be you. Just, baffled by I mean, a lot yeah, of the world. Just get other people to, to sort it out for you. What is it? How does it trick things into thinking of somewhere else? I don't <laughs> understand it and I therefore don't trust it, Fair. you know. Also, are they legal? It, they feel illegal, but they're not. Yeah, they're, so I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. The the actual thing itself is legal, but uh, what you're totally. accessing is kind of like, it's like putting a hood over somebody's eyes, isn't it? It's like, I didn't actually do it. It's a grey area there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, whatever. It's a grey area. It's fine. So if you wanted to watch the yeah. bear, like you totally can. You know that it's just the way it is. That's the way life is. I know. Um, I, I have. Know. Uh, <laughs> have you watched any of that uh, the Idol show at all? The uh, weekend. Uh, oh God, no! I I cannot describe to you the distance at which I am observing <laughs> this the conversation. Like I have absolutely zero interest in that. <laughs> I saw though that it was supposed to be eight episodes and they cut it down to seven it's or so, five, something like that yeah. they're releasing one so i have actually watched some yeah of it. six down to five because i had nothing else to watch and uh uh yeah it's it's do you know what it's, it's unfortunate because i think there's some really good like music industry kind of um especially the first episode there's a lot of like uh it's basically about a pop star um who has two managers and then she meets this uh scuzzy skeezy uh weekend character who's like a uh he's mysterious and he's annoying but it's like uh it's like basic <laughs> instinct is kind of a reference for it which is like that's fine but also it's 2023 so like um men yeah. controlling women and choking them as a way of like inspiration is kind of you know walking the line of whatever i've heard anyway. that the sexual politics of it are uh a bit dodgy and like yeah. it's sam sam levinson isn't it who who yeah, made who euphoria, euphoria yeah. who i think deals quite well with stuff like that in euphoria like i love euphoria um but from what i've seen i saw i didn't watch the clip but i saw um a transcript of what's saying 
of what of, of what's saying of what's being said in uh, an SEX clip between the weekend and Lily Rose Depp, and I nearly got sick of my mouth. It was so yeah. Gross. And then he so came out like, and no, said I'm it's not. supposed to be bad. I'm like, is it? I mean, maybe it is, but also, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's unfortunate because I think there's some good writing in that uh, in the scenes about the industry stuff um, but just when he comes in he's such a Mm -hmm. crack fact you're like oh man get out like and then he sings over like his songs around or his like new songs or these like Mm. idle songs that he's written around it and they're so annoying and so he's just like overbearing and everything and he's like he's not as cool as he likes to think he is perhaps Um, what did I read I read Annie Mack's book uh, on holidays recently Oh, the new yeah. one. Yeah, um, it is called. <laughs> Here we uh, go again. What was it called? The, the mess uh, we're in. I've read it as the well. The mess we're in. The mess we're in. Yeah, yeah. What really you think easy of it? read. Um, very much like nice holiday read. I found on it. I read on the beach mostly. Uh, all about. Yeah. Maybe very close to home in terms of like a lot of about music and uh, being living with a band in London and uh, taking too many mm. drugs and doing what people do when they're in their uh, early 20s and they live abroad or they're looking for a home and or you specifically are the Irish in London yeah. there's a lot of that clearly Annie Mack is, and she's talked about this herself she's talked about wanting to move home and uh, but feeling the pull of Ireland and, and then I think this the book is kind of her way of like addressing that a little bit as well so I thought that was interesting also yeah the book I read I really enjoyed yeah. it also the other book I read uh, Reach for the Stars who are we going to be talking to the author of that mm-hmm. book, uh, Michael Craig, very soon. He's coming here for a talk with Louise Bruton um, called the Smash Hits Poll Winners Party. Uh, very briefly, we'll be talking to him in, yeah, next, next week. week. We're talking to him next week. And uh, the book is all about UK pop music from 1996 to 2006. If you like Meet Me in the Bathroom or you like the oral history style, this is that, but um, told about the world of pop music from five to uh, S Club 7 to the Sugar Babes to uh, Liberty X to whoever uh, to so many yeah. different bands that came and went girl and boy bands girls allowed um, and Rachel Stevens and all sorts of people like that um, from that period starts with the Spice Girls and goes all the way up to uh, to uh, 2006 so yeah really 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 good we're going to be talking to Michael about uh, that uh, book and that period it is a really good read. I couldn't put it down and uh, I've earmarked a lot of things I want to go back to. I have it downloaded and... on the Kindle, ready to read over the next week. It's going to be Great. my you'll, you'll, uh, you'll beside the bed it. read. So Yeah, you'll fly yeah, through it. So, I'm very excited for it. So yeah, the Smash Hits Poll Winners Party, which Michael Craig is uh, going to be interviewed about. Uh, at uh, And there's a pop party as well. Happens in Wigwam on July 15th. Saturday, July 15th, so you can have a look at that. The end is on Eventbrite. Smash Hits, Poe's Party. We'll mention it again and we put it in the show notes for next week. That is, uh, yeah, Louise Bruton's uh, new thing. So uh, absolutely have a look at that. And we'll be talking to Michael Craig. And if week. anyone hasn't seen Louise Bruton DJing, uh, she's brilliant. She chooses great songs and she plays full songs. Um, <laughs> and I love that in a DJ. That is full uh, that, the commitment to letting you hear the full song is groundbreaking in my <laughs> opinion <laughs> um so yeah definitely go along to that event um it looks very great. good all right well that's it from us i think this week and uh we will talk to you next week this has been the nine or nine podcast and andrea thank you very much for sharing your choices and uh, thank you Niall. being there being there for us as ever
I, I'm always You're here. You're always here. I live okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was about to say good night. <laughs> Bye, everyone. It's good morning, good day, and good night. Uh, <laughs> this has been the 909 podcast. Patreon.com for slash 909 if you like what we do. And uh, we will talk to you again soon. Bye. Tell a friend. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>